Welcome back to another show of our NBA Weekly Recap Show, Playoff Edition. You already know who it is. It's your boy Q Walker and KJ. KJ. Okay. <laughs> KJ in the building. We got a lot to go through. We're going to recap everything that happened last week between the Thunder, Rockets, Nuggets, and Jazz. Get you updated with the Heat and Bucks, the Celtics, Raptors, um, Keezy's, Lakers, and Rockets, and then also the Clips and the Nuggets as well. But, man, let, let's, let's kick things off with... Um, Two series that ended last week, Thunders Rockets. I had the Thunder winning in seven games, which they should have won. But you know, what I'm saying that's neither here nor there. Who who'd you have? I had the Rockets. You had the Rockets, man. I, <sighs> okay, see, man, you, you you let me down. You let me down. You hurt my heart, man. But anyways, what was your thoughts on the uh, Thunder Thunder Rockets series? Man, great series. It was great series. It was came down to. Came down to defense. Came down to defense. By James Harden. Of all people. Which I never thought I'd ever say that. Out of all people, James Harden. That's what it came down to. But we're one, gonna, one play. We're going to play the clip right here of, of, of James Harden, you know, with the defense. He's got his hands on it. Dort for three. Blocked by Harden. Dort got it back. Tried to throw it off Harden and missed him. As y'all can see in that clip right there, James Harden doing something like he said. We, we never would have thought he would have done, which is played some damn defense but I mean man it's crazy that the game ended on a James Harden defensive play out of all people man your your guy James Harden but but anyway so Thunder I mean the Rockets wrapped that up so what do the Thunder do next what's 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 the plans for the Thunder this offseason uh I mean I think it's time for Chris Paul to go but he got that huge contract though they gotta do something with it. I mean, they can't. Clearly, they're not gonna win a championship in OKC. Maybe they got all these picks. They gonna keep bringing in young talent. Okay, that is true. But he's getting too old to try to lead them to a championship. So that, that part is. Also I don't know true. if they can. I don't know if they can get rid of him because of the contract. But they need to bring in some young talent and just start. You know, start from there. And just start from there. Yeah, they yeah. over. They overachieved this year. Oh, bye bye. So, oh yeah, definitely overachieved. I mean, they. That's the best they'll be able to do with that team the way it is. Yeah. So they might as well just let it go. Just let it go. Yeah, let it go. All right. So then we're gonna go over to the next series, which we had the Utah Jazz and the Denver Nuggets, the surprise series of the whole playoffs. Not to me. Why? why I it? knew this one was gonna be. I knew this one was gonna be jumping. You knew it was gonna be jumping. I knew it was gonna be jumping. I'm about to pull the tape. I could swore you said Nuggets in three. Nah. <laughs> you said Nuggets in three, fam. I said Nuggets in seven. Oh, you said Nuggets in seven, but man, it was an exciting series. But the crazy thing about that series is that every game is exciting except for the damn except for the last, last game. The last damn game was a snooze fest. It's like, Man. bro, it was what? 80, 80 70, to 78. <laughs> 80 to 78. And, and the other game, Jamal Murray and, and um, uh, what's that boy's name? Donovan Mitchell. They combined for yeah. more than <laughs> They combined for more than that. But in this game, we had 80 to 78. It was capped off by a last second play by Donovan Mitchell, which he lost the ball. And uh, here's a clip of him this right last, here. This last sequence of this game is like is the craziest is the craziest sequence to close out a, a game seven. A, a game seven. We're great play for you right here. Ten on the shot clock. Had it back tapped. He lost it. The Nuggets come up with a defensive play. Murray. They missed the layup. Gobert got it. Mitchell hanging at the other end. Two seconds to go for the win. And it rims out. Denver hangs on. Keezy, let me ask you a quick question about that whole sequence, man. Why didn't Donovan Mitchell have the ball in his hand to take that last second shot? What was up with Mike Conley getting it? Well, at that point, they were just scrambling. Okay. But they had Donovan Mitchell had his chance 
with 13 seconds left. He did. He blew it. He, he blew it. He spit the bit. Like, can you imagine nope. if Mike Conley would have hit that three? Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. If Mike Conley would have been the one to hit that three, but I, I think I think the better team did eventually end up winning. Right, um, right. It was ultimately two against one. It was Joker and Murray versus uh, Donovan Mitchell by itself. He did all he could do. Um, the dumbest thing about that whole series is the Utah Jazz came out and said they're going to offer him a max contract in October. Well, no shit. Well, you don't have a choice. I mean, what are you going to do? Let him walk? Like, well, what was the point of that? I mean, that's, some things just go without saying. But, man, those two series was exciting. I wanted OKC to win because I thought they were the better team. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did. I thought they were clearly the better team than the Rockets, but... It is what it just is. Just so everybody knows, he knows OKC is not the better team. <laughs> he just wanted OKC to win because he saw what happened to the yeah. Lakers in game one, and that's what he's afraid of. Anyways, we'll, we'll get to all we'll, that we'll, in a we'll minute, We'll get to though. that in a second. But before we do get to that, here's the updated standings of the playoff series right now. As Keezy mentioned, you have the Rockets up 1-0 against the Lakers. Uh, the Nuggets and Clippers played last night, um, tied it up with the Nuggets win. I mean, they were up by almost with 22. 22 or 23? Yeah, at one point. And then you have the Bucks right now down 0-3 to the Miami Heat. And then, of course, you have the Celtics and Raptors tied up at two apiece. So we're going to go with all of these matchups. So let's start with the Heat and the Bucks because that one is pretty much a, a that one's, deal. That one's over. So as of today, today is Sunday. They play to yeah, they play today, right? They play today. They play today 430. at 4 30. 30 or 4 30. Okay. They play today and Giannis is questionable with an ankle. I'm gonna get to that in a second. Do they close it out today, Keys? Is it a wrap? By the way, you did pick the heat. I had the Bucks, so I I I give you that. Um I don't know if they close it out today. There's a good chance they go ahead and close it out because they, they got them down. They might as well go ahead and finish them on off because I don't think Giannis really wants to play anymore. I don't think so either. So, I mean, they might as well go ahead and close them out. Let Jimmy Butler go ahead and finish doing his thing out there. Jimmy Butler got a whole team shook. Oh, he does. He got the whole team shook out there, man. man. Like, I, I don't... And I think we talked about this a couple of shows ago, how the Miami Heat are the worst team for Giannis out of the whole NBA. And he plays the worst against showing. them. Yeah. Um, the, when they played in the, during the regular season, it was two to one Miami. Mm-hmm. Well, hell, now it's what five to one Miami. <laughs> five to it's one five Miami. to one Miami. And I, I, yeah, Giannis is a wrap, man. Um, the thing about Giannis is is that he has a sprained ankle, but he he suffered the ankle sprain in the previous game, but he still continued to play the second half. So how is it that you can play the second half, but you questionable <laughs> to play the game full? Well, I think that he. Uh, I think there was a play where he. He may have re-aggravated it there toward the, I think at the third quarter of the game the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that really kind of, you know, kind of kind of hurt it a little. I, bit. No, I ain't trying to hear that, bro. Because you know why I'm not trying to hear that? Why? Because if Luca can play on the sprained ankle, he came back and played. Luca, Luca's out there faking, bro. He's out there faking, <laughs> faking, faking. He ain't had no sprained. Nah, ankle. he sprained it a little bit. That's probably the first time he ever sprained anything. anything. Finger, toe, anything. anything. And he cried. They brought a wheelchair. He Paul Pierce. Did he ran out of like Paul Pierce? Paul, Paul yeah. Pierce. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think Giannis is mentally. I think he's done. Um, is this the last time we see him in a Bucks jersey? Yes. Ooh. I know his contract is not up for another, another year. year. So you think he lets him know? I think he'll let him know. It. They may wait until the to the trade deadline or something like that next season, maybe. I wouldn't wait that long. You no. might as well go ahead and see what you can get for him from in the, the draft. offseason. season. You know what I'm saying? Because if you wait till the trade deadline. It, 
it, it just wouldn't make too much sense. I, I would go ahead and see what I get for him in the offseason. And like you said, the draft picks and everything. You there's go there's going to be some teams that are going to lay they gonna lay it all out there to try to get him. You know one of the teams that are interested? Miami Heat. The Miami Heat. The Miami Heat. Man. Out of all teams, the Miami Heat are interested in Giannis. But I, I'm with you, Keezy. It's, it's crazy because he's potentially about to be a two-time back-to-back MVP and mm-hmm. the potential MVP defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. And you get swept. Yeah. You get swept by the Jimmy Bucket Heat. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's wild to me. I, you know, the, I like the Bucks. I do too. But they're not they're, they're not championship. They're not championship caliber. I like them, but they're, I don't love them. I don't love them, yeah. But, but you would think with that roster, they would be at least good enough to beat Miami, though. I mean, you got Chris Middleton, Eric Bledsoe, you had Giannis. Chris Middleton. <laughs> <laughs> you had Chris Middleton, you got Giannis. My, my question to you is, we talked about this, do you think that Giannis should spend more time in the post versus trying to run the offense through him on the perimeter? I don't know if Giannis have, has enough skill in the post. That's what the, that's what the summer's for. I know, but he's spending. He's trying to work on his jump shot. I don't think he has enough skill in the post. He's more of that slashing, trying to get to the bucket. You know, I'm, I'm longer than everybody else, more athletic. That's how he's gonna have to try to play. They're gonna have to surround him with more shooters and let him do, let him do that instead of trying to play in the post. I don't think that he can. Because if he goes in the post, they'll put a big guy on him. But see, that's the whole thing. So then that's when you pull him out a little bit. Call it ISO. You go to work. That's what I'm saying. I, I think they should spend more. I think Giannis should spend more time on the block. It'll open up his game a lot more, and he wouldn't have to solely depend on his perimeter game. Mm-hmm. Because then you could start off on the block, get you some points there, get your confidence going a little bit. Then you could slowly migrate out to the perimeter. You know, do a little work. Well, he better. He better call Akeem Olajuwon. You better call somebody. You better call Tyrone. I don't know who you better call, but because I, I think that Giannis. Man, to be honest, his jumper is too slow. His mechanics are slow. His mm-hmm. release is slow. So for him to get a pull-up jumper, it everything in the game looks slow. Yeah. So I, that's why I said I think he should spend a little bit more time on the block, get his low post game together. I mean, six, he's seven foot twelve. Yeah. Get you, get you a hook shot. Get you a turnover, both shoulders. Something. Get you on down there. It's what, yeah. It worked for LeBron. He should give up trying to shoot threes. Oh hell yeah! And be a consistent mid-range shooter before he tries to step out to the three-point line because that's not happening. Hell no! It's oh. gonna take him years and years to be. I don't know if he'll ever be a consistent. He might be able to shoot thirty-three percent or something like that for his career, maybe. I think he'll be an okay three-point mm-hmm. shooter, but I don't think he'll ever be a respectable three. No, no, no. Shooter. They're never gonna they step ne- out there and put a hand up on. They the never. Game. The game plan is not gonna be all right. Let's let's run out and stop three. No, line. if he wants to shoot a three, let him have it. Don't let him beat you to the bucket. If he wants to shoot that three, let him shoot. If he makes it, you live with it. We'll take our chance. You know what I'm saying? And I, also, I seen like a lot of times him going to the bucket. He was out of control a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So I think you go back to what you were saying is he needs to work on his, his footwork a whole lot. Um, the difference is between him and LeBron. LeBron can bully his way to the bucket. Right. And he has the footwork to, you know, outside, outside of the clip we're going to play a little later. Outside of that, LeBron has the coordination and the footwork to, you know, if he can get to the bucket and if the big man is there, he can maneuver, pivot, whatever the case may be. Giannis, if his euro ain't there, mm-hmm. it's a wrap. Yeah, if you if you take that first step away from him where he can't get yeah. to that second, where he can't move, get going, mm-hmm. then it's you know it's over because he's he does he's not gonna shoot a floater, he's not gonna stop no, he, and pull he up, he's not gonna, yeah. there's nothing there, he's nothing. You know what else I'm gonna do? 
I'm fouling because he's, he's not confident at the free throw line. I'm he's kind of like LeBron when it comes to, <laughs> Why we gotta keep to the free throw line. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. If, I don't if, even think that was even in my notes, but I said it anyways. We're anyways. Not, we're not worried about that. If Giannis gets past me with that first step, I'm found. Yes. You got to earn these big boys. That's right. We got. I'm going to put you on the line 30 times. Let's see if you can hit at least 15 of them. Let's, let's go. Jimmy Butler, Jay Crowder, mm-hmm. Andre Iguodala. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bam Adebayo. Oh, yeah. They are making the Bucks work. Work. Work, work, work for everything they get. Tyler Hero yeah. is making making them work. Everybody everybody on the Heat team is making them work for everything they get. But so. the, the crazy part about it to me is that Miami, if you if you notice, they play a lot of zone. Mm-hmm. But the Bucks are a three and D team, so I'm not understanding why they can't bust that zone up. Right. But I guess Giannis is just in a damn way, I guess. Yeah. I mean, they can try to spread the floor out, but when he's going to the bucket, everything sinks in. And when they're in that zone, that first pass, they're there, they're there to take yeah. that away, which mm-hmm. is what was really what helped the Bucks during the regular season. But they're taking it away from them, and they don't know where to go on that next look. So. Bucks is out there lost. No, and they don't have anybody else that can go and get him a bucket. Yeah, like you said, Chris Middleton. Yeah, Chris Middleton. He can't like ISO and really go get you a bucket. He can from time to time, but he's not going to be that guy where you say, "Okay, Giannis is, doesn't have a goal. Let's go yeah. to Chris Middleton." You you know what, Chris, Chris Middleton? You know what, Chris Middleton? Like you said, like we talked about, Giannis. If he hits a three, you'll live with Chris Middleton. If he goes ISO and he scores, we'll live with it. Yeah. We, we don't expect that from him. We're not going to give him wide open threes. No, nah, we're not going to do that. But what we'll do is we'll let him go ISO and shoot, shoot, shoot them out the game. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, uh, Keys, you said it's a wrap. Are they going five games? Yeah, I mean, if it goes five, five is, five is where the it's going. That's Just it. Five is I'm, I'm right there with you, Keys. If Giannis doesn't play today, it's a wrap. But if he does, to play, does play today and they do seem to go to five games, Five games is the most they'll go to. But anyways, let's go to the Celtic Raptors matchup. The Celtics Ooh, were up to oh, looking good. Looking Ooh, like they were about to get them brooms out. Then you had the Raptors come back and you had what's what's that boy's name? OG He played for Indianapolis, didn't he? Didn't he play for Indiana? Yeah, he played for Indiana. Did he play for did they play against you? Uh, UK don't play them, though. UK scared no, to play them. I, we I don't play teams like that. Y'all, yeah, y'all scared nah, of them. But we, anyway, play real, we play real basketball teams. Like who? Anybody but Indiana. <laughs> but anyways, the, the Celtics were up um, 2-0 against the Toronto Raptors. Game 3 it came down to the wire. And here's a clip of OG, whatever his last name is, hitting his last second three for the win. Switching everything back here. Marcus Smart's going to stay up high, taking anybody... Coming to the ball. Series on the line. Adonobi got it off and it goes. Did it count is the question. OG Adonobi buries a triple at the buzzer. Just an absolutely great pass by Kyle Lowry. Let's see Ruling if he on the got floor, it a successful up. Field goal. Kyle Lowry over the top. Gasol just screened in enough. That ball's gone, I think. It's That's a game in and a great winner. Great shot by OG Ananobi, but an incredible pass by Kyle Lowry over Taco Fall for the game winner. Boston zoned up at the end. Great play and a huge win for the Toronto Raptors. All the talk about the lack of three-point shooting for the 
Oh man, as you can see, OG and Anobi with the clutch three pointer to put the um, it was a, it was two one at that point, and then the Toronto Raptors won again last night. Uh, before that OG and Anobi shot, I thought it was pretty much gonna be a wrap. I thought it was a done deal. Um, series was over. Boston at four four four, but the Raptors here they come. Man, we talked about we talked about this last week. They so confusing. The first two games, it's like, oh. then the last two games, it's like, okay, I can see them going to the Eastern Conference yeah. Finals. So, Keezy, what's, what's been your thoughts on this series so far, man? So, the first two games, Boston was so balanced. Right. They got balanced scoring from, from Tatum and Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Kimball Walker. Even, even uh, uh, the Williams kid. Yeah, uh, he, he came off the bench and gives them good minutes, high energy, <laughs> rebounded, dunking. He was 5 for 5, 10 points first uh, game. One, yeah, game one, but go ahead, though. Same story in game two. Mm-hmm. You get to game three, they're not as consistent, but they still have a lead at the end of the game. Yeah. Then, with, like, I think it's 10 seconds left on the clock. Mm-hmm. Boston has the ball. Kimba Walker breaks down the defense, throws a beautiful pass oh, beautiful. down low to oh, Daniel Tice. Oh, that was beautiful. Oh, yeah, he was dunks beautiful. with .5 seconds left on the clock. Yes, he would. Everybody thinks the game is over. Boston's up 3-0. Raps are folding your clothes. So then, Brad Stevens puts in seven foot twenty three Taco Fall. <laughs> yep, yep. To guard the Taco ball. Fall. Yep. Kyle Lowry, mm-hmm. who's my size. Yep. Is gonna inbound the ball over that man. I don't know how he did it. Throw the ball cross court. I don't know how to he did OG. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. OG. Who, if he's gonna shoot it, hey, go ahead, bro. You, hey, you, you got do it. your thing, man. You got it. And then you have Jalen Brown running at him, who jumps about 11 and a half feet up in the air to challenge the shot. He was high jumping. And he still made it. And he still made it. So they win that game. It's 2 1. Mm-hmm. Fast forward mm-hmm. to game four. Right. And Toronto's on a high. Mm-hmm. Boston still can't believe they lost the game. And yeah. now it's 2 2. That was a, That OG shot, man, it was a killer. It was a momentum killer yeah, for Boston. Yeah, yeah, It breaks your heart. If Boston would have somehow pulled that game out, it would have been a sweep. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, it yeah, would Because that game four, they would have came out and said, you know, let's go and wrap this thing mm-hmm. up. But that game, with game three shot by OG, it gave Toronto so much hope and so much, like, they knew they could finish this series out, as you can tell, with Kyle Lowry smile at the end of that clip. <laughs> so, man, um... Oh man, who, who I, we, we both had Boston and seven. Yeah, we had Boston. We had Boston and seven. And we then, were looking real good there we were for a minute. Good. We were looking real good, and then I don't. It's OG Ananobi and then Fred VanVleet and Kyle Lowry got it going in Game Four, and the three balls started falling for the Toronto Raptors last game, which is you know what they heavily depend on. You had Serge Ibaka down there doing his Dikembe joint down there, they're feeling real good they, about they they feel, they, they they themselves. Got their chest all poked out. Drake songs playing all you know in the background. They feeling dude. real good. Who won is what they said. Mm. Who won it? Um, Jason Tatum, my guy, my light skinned brother. We got to step it up. We we got to, you know, I I know that Kobe's your guy. You trained with Kobe. You grew up idolizing Kobe, looking up to Kobe. Well, this is the games in the playoffs where Kobe made his name. Mm-hmm. Series tied two two. Can you take over the series? Can you become that superstar that we all potentially think you can be? Can he do it? Can he do it, Keezy? I don't know. We're gonna He's light skinned, so I'm gonna go ahead and say Jason Tatum, <laughs> you can do it. You can I'm right with you because right now, it's only one team in the East you can trust. The Miami Heat. That's it. The Miami Heat's been the only undefeated team because they're undefeated in the playoffs. That's right. Boston is up and down right now. Toronto is Toronto. 
Bucks is nowhere near what anybody thought they were mm-hmm. gonna be. So the only team that you can trust is Miami right now. So Boston, I'm still holding on to my, you know, Boston to seven, but man, y'all, y'all, y'all playing with my money right now. I mean they Jalen Brown is taking Pascal Siakam and just made him like a little kid. He cannot he can't do anything. He's taking Jalen Brown. out of the game. That's yeah. why it's on it's on Fred Van Fleet and Kyle Lowry. And if, if Boston can can run the two of them off, the, especially Fred Van, if they can run him off the three point line, not let them shoot so many threes, I mean they should. They should. They should close them out. Sounds sounds easy. Sounds easy. Sounds, sounds easy enough. Sounds we'll easy. Great great great, great game plan. Man, I know. Great. I should call Brad Stevens. You should, but I don't think it's gonna work because they got that little guy as well named Kimball Walker. Kimball. Kimball Walker. Kimber. Yeah, they can't seem to stay in front of Kimball right now, but. Anyways, let's go on to the west side, you know, the best side. And you got the Clippers Nuggets. The first game between the two was a blowout for the Clippers. Mm-hmm. The Nuggets came back. Even the series up yesterday, um, the score didn't end. It was 110 to 101. I think it was the final yeah. score. Yeah. The final score did not indicate how close the game was. The game was really not that close. I mean, the the, um, the Nuggets led by as much as 22 at one point during the game. The cyborg, Kawhi Leonard, actually had a bad game for once, which I'm pretty sure he was probably due for once. So, that was his one bad game. So, Keezy, mm-hmm. what's your thoughts on this Clippers-Nuggets matchup? I mean, Clippers in five, six. Damn, Keezy. I mean, so, game one showed you what this series is really going to be like. Okay. Game two, I feel like, was a fluke. Okay. That's the worst game the Clippers have played since the season restarted. Okay. That's the worst game they played since the so season that, that restarted. So, that was their one. That was their one. Kawhi was four for 17. Mm-hmm. Paul George seven for 19. Okay. They shot 28% from the three-point line. Okay. So, I mean, that, that was their one game. Yeah. They shot a bubble low 41% from the field. It's, I mean, that's they one. I need them to keep playing like that. It's not going to happen. I need them to keep shooting like that. But I will say this. Doc Rivers needs to do a better job with his team. They're, they're too up and down. I feel like yes. emotionally they're on too many highs and lows. Mm-hmm. No, in, even kill. Nah, in, this, in the, the whole restart, they've just been just up and down, up and down, up and down. And it was like that during the Dallas series, too. They just yep. up and down. One game they come out and play, boom. Phenomenal. The next game they come out, like, all right, we're going to take the, we'll take we the night we off. Got, you know? We know we can beat them, so it ain't yeah. like we're going to try hard. Um, I'm right there with you as far as Doc. Uh, the team, for whatever reason, is supposed to take on either the head coach or the star player. Well, the star player is Kawhi Leonard. He doesn't really talk too much. So where does the identity come from? Oddly enough, it comes from players like Pat Bad, Lou Williams, Montrez, and, you know, players of that nature. So if those players, which is kind of ironic, the role players are kind of like the leaders for the team. Mm-hmm. And if they having bad games and Ironically, the team has a big because you don't have that superstar to say, "All right, come on, let's let's get it going." Nobody looks at Kawhi for the leadership type of role. Mm-hmm. They look at Pet Bell, uh, like I said, Lou Williams, Montrez to get the team going. I wouldn't depend on Paul George to get me going either. But <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, Keys. One game, they'll look like man, that, those are the NBA champs. Oh right yeah, there. easy. And then the next game, you'd be like, okay, I see why they lost to the Mavs. Man, they can't, they can't beat anybody. Nah, nah, like I that. see why that. But um, you gonna you gonna stick with your? I'm gonna stick with the Clippers. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna give it six because I think they'll go up three one maybe, and then Denver give Does one. Does Jamal Murray have a fifty ball in this series? No, no fifty ball. Nah, nah, nah. Mm-hmm. Not against the Clippers. Not against the Clippers. Nah. Forty. He might get forty in that game that they have to win after it's three one. Okay. He might get 40 that night, and then that's about it. Okay. What about uh, the Joker? You know, his comment, he was like, you know, he pays at a slow pace because he 
can't. He's not very fast. This is the series where he should dominate. Oh my goodness. He should, should be twenty eight and twelve. Oh, he should he should dominate the series and him and him and Jamal Murray, they should both play really well. If they get any help, they have a chance. But that's what's so confusing. If, if Jokic doesn't dominate, then they don't have a chance. Cause what's old boy's name? Zubac. Zubac. Yeah. Nah, man. He. Yeah. He just as slow as, as yeah. Jokic is. Might, might even be a little bit slow. Man. But see, that's the thing, Keezy. On paper, this matches up so well on mm-hmm. paper. But then when you get to the actual game, you're like, okay, if they can get Michael Porter Jr., if they get Jeremy Grant to hit a shot here and there. Like, if they can get, you know, Gary Harris to continue to step up, this might turn into something. Mm-hmm. See, they can't play Michael Porter Jr. enough because he can't play any defense. Oh, really? They have to play Grant because he he can't shoot. Mm-hmm. He's a, he, yeah, he, yeah, he's but he plays he's really good defense. He's streaky, yeah. They need him to match up against Kawhi and PG. But Michael Porter Jr. can't guard. I mean, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, I know. So. I know. Well, that, that goes back to the, the Rockets and Thunder series and why that was so competitive the way it was is because the Thunder had four perimeter players that could bother Harden and Westbrook. Mm-hmm. You had, uh, uh, what's that boy, Chris Paul, mm-hmm. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, mm-hmm. you had Dennis Schroeder, mm-hmm. and then what, you had Dort. Lou Dort. You had Dort. So you had four guys out there who could make it hard for Westbrook and Harden. They weren't going to shut them down, but they right. could make it hard for them, and that's why that, that series won seven games because – they had four people out there at the same time. With this series, man, I'm right there with you. Let me go and get my clips in five. Ooh, Let me go and get my clips in five, man. He's you finally know, starting to wake up. No, no, no. Come no, on no. over to the dark no. side. Clips in six because I need my Lakers to continue to get some rest after we do what we're going to do with Houston. They're going seven. Nah, don't, talk, don't, don't say that. Well, if they going seven, Clippers going seven. No, they're not. Yeah, clip, clip book it. Okay. Clippers and Nuggets are going seven games. Right. Book it. So, anyway, let's go on to the next series, which is... Keezy's Lakers and the Houston Rockets with the um, Lakers losing the other game, the game the Friday night uh, to the Houston Rockets down 0-1. They set to play tonight, tonight at 8:30 Eastern Standard Time. Keezy, your thoughts on this series and who wins tonight? Woo! Well, let's see. We know James Harden is one game up, one game down. He had a good game in game one. Yeah. He'll be off tonight, so okay. I'm going to go with the Lakers taking game two. Okay. But. Here we go. Here we go. I'm disappointed in the Lakers. I'm probably just as disappointed. I'm disappointed in the Lakers, I'm probably man. just as disappointed in the Lakers as you are. But go ahead, though. I'm going to hear why you disappointed. The Rockets me. coming off a, a series where they had to come down to the last minute and they had to play hard every single night yes against the OKC Thunder yes they the the Lakers have been resting yes they should have came out energized rested up and they should have just hit they should have hit the Rockets in the mouth the they same way have. the Clippers did the Nuggets after mm-hmm. they came off game 7 mm-hmm. the Lakers should have done the same thing to the Rockets but they didn't they left the door open for them they left the door wide open for them um mm-hmm. P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker. I'm going to put this clip Run this clip. I'll, Run I'll, this clip. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to put this fact up here real quick before we do that. Speaking of P.J. Tucker, uh-huh. um, fun fact, you know, the 26 possessions defended by P.J. Tucker, Anthony Davis has scored a total of goose egg points. Zero points. How tall is Anthony Davis? Anthony Davis is 6'10", 6'11", on a good day. How tall is P.J. Tucker? Uh, 6'5", maybe 6'4". Huh. And that's what... That's what that's with but shoes, shoes. And that's with shoes and everything. And you, yeah. He, and maybe a heel lift in yeah, both of them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. But anyways, I'm gonna play this clip like Keezy said right here. Um this was the Lakers versus uh 
Houston the first matchup. I really don't want to play it, but just because Keezy asked me to, here it goes. Here's Tucker. Tucker right on LeBron. LeBron settling for the three. LeBron coming up court. Remember now, LeBron picks Harden and Westbrook for his all-star team, all-star weekend in Chicago. About 10 feet from the bucket, gonna back him down. LeBron with that wide base. Couldn't catch good defense by Tucker. He was trying to post up Tucker. McGee, that pass was coming in a little hot. Westbrook on LeBron. LeBron ate it up at the rim. But again, look at the work that P.J. Tucker is committed to defending Anthony Davis. Where he catches it, you live with that defense. That's an outstanding job. Anthony Davis took all day and then delivered an air ball. Green got it back and they won't get Now, that was some clips from the game the other day. But before I let you go on your rant about them... <laughs> I just have one question. What the hell was that layup LeBron James did when he was backing P.J. down? He did that shit, flipped it over the shoulder. What the hell was that? That's, I give up. The refs aren't going to call a foul. I'm just going to throw it up over my shoulder and see what happens. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens at the I point. give up. Oh, man. I, I was like, bro, what, bro what, is, what is that, bro? Like, that wasn't even low. That was a wide It reminds movie. me of that 360 layup, the Kuzma shot. That's about on par. Speaking of you. Speaking of Kuz, you, I mean, that's that's your guy, but... You oh, know, my man, Kuzma. He's not a part of the Light Skin Committee, by the way. He's not with us. He's against us. He's against us, but... um, 28 minutes the other night, plus minus, minus 21. Like I, I said, don't know if they can even afford to put him on the court. But this is what I will say. We we do have to start playing JR and Deion Waiters a little bit more. They got to start getting some more burn. Um, we was texting, and I said that... Uh, the Rockets are going to give the Lakers trouble because of what I mentioned earlier is that on the perimeter, we have nobody that can bother James Harden or Westbrook. Mm -hmm. Westbrook, like I said, Westbrook is self-check. He going to check, you know, we're not worried about him. We going, if like, same thing with Giannis. You know, we hit a jump or two, hey, we'll live with that. Mm -hmm. But what you're not going to do is keep driving all day. Right. So we'll, we'll back up and let you have some space to shoot jumpers. If Westbrook shoots, you know, close to 50%, hey, you just have to live with that. But as far as James Harden is concerned, we don't have nobody who can bother him. We don't have nobody that's physical like Dort, has the, has the physicality and the size. Or we don't have nobody with the stockiness of, of Chris Paul to get up in his body. Mm -hmm. We don't have the length of Shea Gilgis Alexander or Dennis Schroeder to bother his shots. We don't have that. So I don't know what the hell we're going to do with James Harden, except for hope that he shoots himself out of the game. Hope he's off. That, that's all we can do. Every other night. Like hope, he, hope we can, he shoots himself out of the game. And for the love of God, Anthony Davis, will you get your ass on the block and start thinking you a damn guard? Look, I know you grew up. You was a point guard. You had a growth spurt, so you still got your, some of your guard skills in you. Damn all of that. If I'm LeBron, I'm telling him I'm not giving you the ball unless you in the post. So, when James Harden was guarding AD and AD was posting up, mm -hmm. he was hitting a little turnaround fadeaway on James Harden. Mm -hmm. When PJ Tucker got down there and I he don't. was he was putting that strength on him, he I wanted don't. no parts. Of I don't him. understand that, Keezy. I don't either. I don't understand. Yep, PJ Tucker might have a little more girth than Anthony Davis, but damn all that. Just shoot over the top of him. You bruh, you already taller than him. If you just put your damn arm yeah. in the air. Yeah. Just, just put your damn arm in the air. And he can't. Go ahead, I don't need more time. <laughs> so LeBron and AD need to punish the Rockets down low. Okay. They can't play, they can't play JaVel McGee and Dwight Howard. 
because they can't hang with with the perimeter of the Rockets. No. So they're going to have to play AD and LeBron heavy minutes. Mm-hmm. But they're going to have to try to punish them down low. They, that's, that's the only thing that they can do with that. Because James Harden had 36. Yeah. Westbrook had 24. Mm-hmm. Eric Gordon had 23. We're supposed to win that game. Also, LeBron James cannot score zero points in the fourth quarter. That's what he's been used to doing, though. No, we can't do that. We, we can't. We don't... We don't have too many more seasons left in us, so we can't we can't be doing this, dog. Now, all this, you know, I've seen you know the memes and stuff about you know LeBron James giving teams the first game so he can fill them out. This ain't Portland, dog. Like <laughs> you can't do that with this team. Portland, you can fill them out the first game. All right, cool. I know how to shut this thing down. This this ain't Portland. You got James Harden and Westbrook and uh, Austin Rivers, Eric Gordon, and PJ Tucker every now and then throwing Jeff Green. Some you you have a team that's very comfortable that can put up buckets. This ain't the, the Portland Trailblazers where it's CJ, Dame, and Melo maybe then bust. And then that's it. You know what I'm saying? They, this team got shooters everywhere. The Rockets didn't play very well, though. That was this game to win. They got no help from the bench. Like, normally you got Daniel House out there that hit two or three threes a game. Ben McLemore hit that's a few threes a game. Jeff Green's been playing great. That's what I'm saying. And he saying. did absolutely nothing. That's what I'm saying. So... That was the Lakers game to win. Mm-hmm. If they, I mean, I, I still got them winning the series, but they that was a game where the Rockets said, "Hey, you can have this." When the Lakers were like, "Nah, bro, you can keep it." Yeah, keep it, keep it. They, we can keep it. But LeBron said, "Now they're they they had to get a taste of the Rockets' speed out there on the court." Like you didn't know what their speed was like already. He's, oh, he said that he said seeing it. it on camera and stuff on video was different than seeing it in person. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's one thing to to watch tape on it and see it. It's another thing to actually be out there and, you know, actually see it in person. Yeah, because they didn't play against each other in the season. Offensively and defensively, they were they were a lot faster than what we saw. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, because, you know, they didn't play against each other out here. He, he, he didn't know that. I think he compared it to, like, the Oregon Ducks when they had that, you know, that 15-second 15 15 offense or whatever. They run to play every 15 seconds, like something like that, you know. I love LeBron, but hey, bro, you know, some stuff you got to don't even say that. Just leave that at at home. Leave that in the the team meeting. You know who else loves LeBron? Who's that? Jay Williams. Jay Williams. (laughs) Jay Williams. (laughs) Shout out to Jay Williams. But um, yeah, Keezy, um, man, I I, I still got Lakers in six. Um, If they go down 0-2, it's going to be trouble. Mm. Trouble. Tonight's a a big night. It is. Big night. It is, man. Um, Damn. AD, AD is going 40. He'll get 40 tonight? AD is going for 40 and okay. 13. Here's my thing, though. I think if AD gets 40, I think LeBron will get 12. No, no, no. Mm. LeBron is going to get 22. LeBron's okay. stat line tonight is going to be 22, 11, and 10. Okay, 22, 11, and 10. 22, AD gets 11 40. boards. Uh, so that's 62 points. Kuz, can you give us something? Kuz ain't getting nothing out there, man. The rest, you know, okay, AD's going to get 40. Excuse me, AD's going to get his 40 and 13. Mm-hmm. You know, that's 62 here. Right let's let's say, let's say Bron AD give him 65 points combined. Okay. They K- got to get something from KCP's going to give him 12. 12, okay. Okay, so that puts you up at what? 75? I mean, 77. 77, okay. Caruso's going to get 8 tonight. Okay. 85. Okay. Danny Green, 8 to 10. I'm not 95. even, I'm not, nope, nope, nope. It's going to come from Deion Waiters. Nah, bro, you, you reaching now. <laughs> Caru, 
they can't play Deion Wizards, he, he's not going to guard anybody. You they know, have to keep Caruso out there to try to play some defense. You know what also depends I, on? I feel, I feel really bad saying it. They have to play Caruso. Rondo. He's coming back from injury. He's not He's not Rondo. I don't care. I'll take an injured Rondo over here to Caruso. I'll take, I'll take, At this I'll, stage in Rondo's career, I'll take an eighty to ninety percent Rondo over Alex Caruso. Mm. You you put Alex Caruso in when you playing against like Pat Beverly, like you know, match his energy, match his energy, match his swag, and we good. But nah, all jokes aside, yeah, AD's gonna get forty and thirteen. LeBron's gonna have another triple double. It's gonna be like 22, 10, uh, 22, 11, and ten, and we gonna win this thing tonight by eight. What what if they do all that and James Harden's on and Eric Gordon's on and Westbrook is. Westbrook is Westbrook. It's Westbrook. <laughs> Westbrook and, is going a thousand miles. And they get something from Jeff Green. Oh, they get something from Daniel House. If that happens, then Lakers are obviously going to lose because you're talking about five, six players against two. So if that happens, then obviously they're going to lose. But if, if the Lakers put up those type of numbers that I just mentioned, and you get eight from Caruso, like you said, if you get 10 from Danny Green, if you get 12 from KCP, if you get Kuz even chipping 11, 12 points, it's going to match because I feel like AD's 40 and 13 and LeBron's 22 and 11 will have more impact on the game mm-hmm. than what James Harden Westbrook will do. Mm-hmm. So we got this thing tonight by eight. Lakers by eight. Lakers by eight tonight. If I could guarantee it, I would, but I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> Man, you know what? I hear a lot of doubt in your voice because you, the Lakers have to do all of that to win. just to win. You know what? I'm going to say with my chest. Nah, we ain't worried about this thing. Okay. We ain't worried about this thing. This is just a little bump in the It's going to be the Denver Nuggets and the Houston Rockets in the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> Bro, the Rangers is going to be like five people watching. But wow, anyways, uh, to wrap the show up today, the last topic is, you know, um, Steve Nash just recently got hired by the Brooklyn Nets. What was that? Was that Friday? Friday. Friday when the news broke? Okay. Yeah, Friday. They made it official. Steve Nash is going to be head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, Keezy, what are your thoughts on this whole thing? <sighs> so, from what everybody's heard, KD and Kyrie signed off on it and said they were fine. Okay. But Steve Nash hasn't coached the bitty ball, middle school. He hasn't been a, in the college ranks. He hasn't been an assistant anywhere. Nothing like that. Assistant? No. And they give him a four-year deal to coach KD, Kyrie, and this Brooklyn team that everybody assumes with Spencer Dinwiddie and Karis LeVert and all these guys is going to be a contender next year. Right. Right. Why they throw him in Charlotte or Orlando or I, um, Phoenix? No, that Phoenix don't need a coach. But, you know, just somewhere where he can work his way up through the ranks like everybody else does. But that's my whole thing, Keezy. And, you know, I'm going to talk about the white privilege thing here in a second because I know that's a hot issue. Mm-hmm. Um, people are talking Stephen about Stephen A. Smith, Steve said a. Smith that. basically was the only person. Um, as the great Shannon Sharp would say, two things can be true mm-hmm. white privilege and I think Steve Nash is a good fit for the Nets. Mm-hmm. Now, when I say white privilege, I mean it only from the standpoint of when you have black coaches who get jobs, like you mentioned, it's always the Orlando Magics, it's the Charlotte Hornets, it's the you know, no, Detroit Pistons, it's always- Jason Kidd got the Bucks job, but they yeah. weren't like the, the Bucks like yeah, they, they are now. They weren't, he left and then they became the Bucks. Right. And then you had Derek Fisher who had the New York Knicks job, which they've been trashed before we were even born, yeah. you know, they've been trashed. So, and, and that's what I mean, like when you have these white coaches, when you have a Steve Nash and you have a Steve Kerr 
who get these teams that are already built to succeed. Mm -hmm. They don't they don't go into these situations where you have to build a team and then hope that it pans out right. And then if it doesn't work out right, you may or may not get another head coaching job. Mm -hmm. So, so for the sake of argument, Steve Nash does great. And then let's say for instance, you know, all good things come to an end and they fire him. He's gonna get another head coaching job just yeah. because they're gonna say, oh, well, look what he did with KD and Kyrie and the, the Brooklyn Nets team. His name, his name is in there now. He can forever you know what just I'm jump from spot jump to spot. Jump from spot to spot because he's already put in a place to succeed mm -hmm. versus when you have other black coaches, they're not so much put in places to succeed. So that's the only white privilege thing I would say about that. Um, I say it's a good fit because Kevin Durant and Steve Nash already have their relationship from when they were with the Warriors. Mm -hmm. I think this is, I think KD looked at this and said, this is more for you Kyrie than me. The reason why I say that is because KD is looking at it like, shit, I'm a made man. I got two rings, two finals MVP, an MVP, a scoring title. What else I need to do? I'm solidified. Mm -hmm. Kyrie, what have you done? The knock on Kyrie is that he's not more of a point guard, but more of a scorer. Well, he gets with Steve Nash. Steve Nash can implement little things in his game to make him a better point guard because, like you said, they have this great team in Brooklyn, but now they need somebody to lead the team. And what's the knock on Kev uh, Kyrie? He's not a good leader. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know how to, It's all about him. Well, you have Dinwiddie. You have LeVert. You have DeAndre Jordan. You have all of these pieces in place. Well, now we need somebody to put them in the proper position to succeed on the court. And who else better to teach Kyrie something like that than Steve Nash? But why not Ty Lue? Why not Mark oh, I'm, Jackson? I'm right there with you. I'm right there Mark with Jackson you. Mark Jackson was a great point guard I'm for right many, now. many, many years. He was. I'm you right got there Sam with you. Cassell, who's you been Cassell working with well. Doc Rivers for mm -hmm. years. But that's not who KD and Kyrie wanted. These are all point guards. And, and the Ty Lue thing, you got to remember... When Kyrie got traded to Boston, one of Kyrie's quotes was, "It's good, something like it's good to be with a coach who knows how to draw up plays or something <laughs> like that." I can't remember what the exact quote was. So him and Ty Lue really don't have the best of well, relationship. Well, he's going to another coach who we don't know anything about him drawing up X's and O's during the timeout. And that's gonna be the problem. Who is gonna be on his bench? Because I ain't never seen him drop a set play or end of the no. game play or nothing so, like that. So Frank Vogel has more coaching experience than than Steve Nash. A lot more. Hell yeah. And you see what they did with his staff. They yep. gave him Jason Kidd, Jason Hollins, and the yeah. former head coaches that yep. have been in the league for a long time. That's what they're gonna have to do to Steve Nash. That's what they have to because I mean, truth be told, you don't know what the hell he's doing out no. there. And like you said, he's never been an assistant head coach. He's never been uh, anything related to coaching, per se, a game. So when he gets out there, he don't know time management situations, what to call on this play. What. So that's why I said it's going to be looked at more of, this is more for Kyrie than KD. KD's going to do what he's going to do. But like you said, I wish they would have went with somebody more solidified, like a Ty Lue, Mark Jackson. Sam I don't Cassette. think Mark Jackson's ever going to get I think Mark job. Jackson is a rap. You know, people are like, well, it's other other positions. You got the the Chicago Bulls job. You got the um, nobody wants the Bulls job. Nobody wants that shit. And that's what I'm saying. Nobody they, wants to go they're, there. They're going to hire these black coaches and put them in jobs like that and say, okay, show us something. And then after one season or maybe two, they're gone. And then you look like somebody, uh, Tom Thibodeau, who had who had the Bulls job, right? Flamed out with that. Then you got talent in, in, in Minnesota. He had Andrew Wiggins. He had Cat. He had even had Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. Butler. Did nothing with that. And then I'll be damned if he don't get the damn New York Knicks job. Which he can have it. 
because I mean they're gonna suck again anyways. Yeah, but if they should have they should have let David Fisdale stay there and see if he could build up the. That's my point. You don't black coaches just don't get the time to do that. Where you got Steve Nash, boom, we are gonna give you KD and Kyrie, and that, go ahead, you have at it. So when they win, guess who's getting the credit? You are. Like you built this thing. See that this reminds me of I know a young lady here locally in Lexington. She worked for a huge bank, mm-hmm. and she said that when branch manager positions came open, and they wanted to give them to a minority, they would give it. They would give a minority the branch that was in a lower income neighborhood mm-hmm. and one that wasn't going to succeed. Mm-hmm. And then they would let them stay there for a little while, and mm-hmm. then before you knew it. Boom, they fired them. Because right. mm-hmm. they knew, they know that branch is not going to succeed anyway. Mm-hmm. We'll give it to them so that way, oh, we hired a minority, a minority manager. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't get the job done. Well, you put so now in, it's over. You put them in a position yeah. where they're going to fail. If you know I'm going to fail anyways, there's no point in you even giving me the job because you know you know I'm going to fail at it to begin with. But that's just to shut everybody that's, up. That's the hand Oh, we did it. That's there the, you go. That's the you had down. your chance. Mm-hmm. You couldn't do it. Now going back over here to where you were, let me bring in somebody else. Yeah, that's why I said, you know, two things can be true. It is a little bit of white privilege, but at the same time, I still do feel like Steve Nash is a good fit for them. Um, only because KD and Kyrie signed off on it. Did I, do I think KD probably lobbied for it? Probably, yeah. I think KD, because Brooklyn Nets, uh, the GM, I forgot his name, Sean Marks, didn't wake up one morning and said, you know what? I wonder what Steve Nash is doing. I wonder what Steve Nash is doing, kicking that soccer ball around in Canada. So it, it had to be through KD to put the bug in the general manager's ear to, hey, reach out to Steve Nash. He might be interested in coaching. If that's the case, though, why not Why not hire Ty Lue or Mark Jackson or somebody like that and bring in Steve Nash as a consultant or an assistant coach? Mm-hmm. He's still there in a role with you. You can still, you know, have that relationship with him, rely on him. Nope. But we got a real nope. head coach over here. Nope. No? KD. Mm. We have to do what makes him happy. Mm. He came He came here for a reason, right? We don't even know what KD's going to be like. That, that is true. Time to time. So that, that is true. But at the same time, KD came here because he came with the intent that we were going to do whatever we felt like he needed to make this team a successful team. I would have told him, look, bro, this ain't what you this need. This ain't what you need. <laughs> you need a real head coach. Yeah. So I, And I, we'll bring him in for you if you mm-hmm. want to have a relationship with him. But you need a, we need a real head coach. Because I, I, I just find it hard to believe. I know there was a the, the, the report out there that Steve Nash had wanted to get into coaching. Yeah, but damn, does that mean you want to start off with the head coach position? Okay, go coach Santa Clara wherever you play <laughs> college ball, ball for yeah, a little yeah. bit. You want to whistle a little bit? Then yeah. So. But now I'm right there with you, Keezy. So, man, well, I'm really interested to see how that turns out. Um, I, people are like, oh, well, I can't wait. To, no, I don't want to watch the beginning of the season. I want to wait till it's the middle of the season with mm-hmm. shit's getting thick. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Because, right before the All-Star break. Yeah, that's what I want. When you got the expectations, we get to see what KD's like now. We get to see KD and Kyrie play together. And if it's successful, then the pressure's on him. I think that's going to be that's gonna be the biggest bust. You think so? <laughs> yes. Oh, KD and Kyrie, the biggest bust. Why, why you say that? Nobody can play with Kyrie. Okay. Boston is way better off now okay. without Kyrie. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if him. I don't know if him and KD are gonna be able to play together. You don't think it's gonna? I don't know if it's gonna work, man. You don't think it's gonna work? I mean, it's still to be seen. It, it might work. They might go seventy-three and nine. But I mean, see, I that. but see, that's why I said that was the point of bringing in Steve Nash as a former point guard, two-time MVP point guard, to kind of ring, you know, Kyrie in a little bit, you know, teach him how to be a leader on the court. I'm not saying it's gonna work. I'm just saying I I see why they brought Steve Nash in. I see. I understand why he's there. 
basketball yeah, but wise. In a different role though. Nope. KD want what KD want. Oh, man. I don't care. I'm putting this on. I'm not putting this on Kyrie. I'm putting this squarely on KD because KD is the one two rings and he's a superstar. So I and he has a relationship with the net. Kyrie ain't got no relationship with him. So Kyrie can't vouch for him. There's only one person who can vouch for him. KD. So KD, if this doesn't work, it's all on you, bro. How soft do you have to be though, as a general manager, Sean Marks, to be like, oh, KD says we should bring in Steve Nash, and you be like, okay, <laughs> we we'll, we'll get Steve Nash for you. We we'll give him a four-year deal. I'll be like, look, bro, uh, I know you want Steve Nash, but uh, but I'm gonna go out here and get yeah, us a coach, coach, yeah, and then I'll bring in Steve Nash and let him sit over on the bench with you or whatever. Yeah, yeah. we'll pay him. You know what I'm saying? But we'll he's not gonna be the head coach though. Yeah. Sorry. If you don't like it, then get your Achilles healed and Go get on up out of here. But they can't do that. Like I said, that's why they brought him in there. Free agency last summer, they brought him in there with the intent on letting him know, we're going to run this thing and build this team around how you want to construct. So it's the quote-unquote LeBron effect where people say, oh, LeBron picks and chooses his players. LeBron picks and chooses his coaches. What the hell you think KD's doing right now? Okay, just, same thing then. So, so you, finally, you finally admit it. Yeah. Okay. So, so exactly. So when 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 the teams don't work and LeBron gets all of the criticism because people are like, well, those are the players he wanted. Mm -hmm. That's the coach he wanted. KD better get the same type of heat if this Steve Nash thing don't work. Okay. But here's the difference though. So in LA right now, maybe LeBron didn't want Frank Vogel. No. Maybe they said we're gonna bring in Frank Vogel, and then LeBron said, okay, if you're gonna bring in Frank Vogel, you need to get Lionel Hodge, you need to get Jason Kidd, mm -hmm. you need to get all these guys. Yeah. And solidify his staff around him, yeah. and then I can roll with it. Yeah, because remember he wanted Ty Lue. Yeah, but KD on the other hand just says, just get Steve Nash. Just get man. Steve it's cool. Nash. <laughs> it's cool, man. I'll make it happen. I'll make it happen. It's, it's whatever. We'll work. We'll work it out. We'll work through it. Yeah, I know it. That's gonna he be. He better. Work. LeBron gonna be a better GM. Yeah. Uh, this just in: Giannis planning to play Sunday in Game Four against the Heat. So Giannis is gonna play today. Ooh. If they lose, Giannis is gonna blame it on the sprained ankle. So that's the delay going. He 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 did he did look a little gimpy there toward the end of game three. Two time potential MVP, no excuses. Yeah, and Jimmy Butler outscored them by himself no in the fourth quarter. Before we leave, why doesn't Jimmy Butler get more like national love? Ah, oh, cause he need to cut his hair and shave a little bit. <laughs> Jimmy Butler doesn't get I it love Jimmy Butler, man. That's because we hoopers. Uh -huh. And we know what it's like on the court. So yes. we know about the little things like the intangibles, defense. It ain't always about scoring. Plus, we know we know a killer out there when we see you one. Need, you need one of them with you at all <laughs> you, times. You know one when you see one. So we so Hoopers respect Jimmy Butler. I think it's the glitz and the glamour media mm -hmm. that doesn't appreciate what Jimmy does because it's not all, you know what I'm saying? He's not always Highlight smiling dunks and, camera, and, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, all that type of stuff. So... I, I think that's the only reason why, because he's not glitz and glamour. He's hard-nosed, but he still gets the job done. But anyways, we get ready to get on up out of here today. We appreciate everybody for tuning in to another show, NBA Weekly Recap. Tell them how they can find us, man. Man, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you want to go listen to previous episodes, you can also find us on uh, YouTube at KY Beyond the Game. If you want to go watch previous episodes, you can watch... Um, Beyond the Game every Monday and Tuesday at 6 p.m. on Facebook Live, also on YouTube as well. So you can find us anywhere you want to find us, man. We all over the spot, man. Like it. Love it. Subscribe it. Love it. Share it. Love it. Comment. Love it. Tell us what you think about us. Love it. 
if you agree with me like I'm, I'm always right and I'm never wrong, let me know that too. Well, don't let me know because I already know. Let Q know about how I'm always right. You know, on the last show on YouTube, somebody commented and said, Mr. Quentin Wa Mr. Q Walker, D. Wade is better than uh, Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> and I'm like, what, what the hell? Like, why? I don't know why everybody always comes to me because I'm I'm the one that has the most logic sense on this thing. But we get ready to get on up out here. Anything you want to say, Keith, before we out of here? I'm done, man. You done? Well, we get ready to get up out of here. We want you to treat somebody how you want somebody to treat your mama. We out of here. Peace.